guys, welcome to our podcast. This is Two Peas in a Podcast. I'm your host, Danny, and this is my co-host, Cece, and today we have a special guest. Drum roll, please. Matthew! I never just did the insert. Sure. Oh, okay. That's for a joke. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway, hi, Matthew. Hi, guys. What's up? How you doing? It's booty. <laughs> I'm, oh. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm Matthew. Amazing, actually, yeah. You're doing awesome? Yeah. Very Wonderful good. to hear that. Wonderful to hear that. So today, this podcast will be all about you and it is dedicated, obviously, to your birth week because, you know, this week is your birthday. How old are you going to be, Matthew? Let the folks know. 22, man. 22 on the 22. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're feeling funny, though. You're feeling funny. <laughs> you're funny. You know, all the day I talk, I work on a couple of menus. Sir. You're working on a couple of menus. So, ladies and gentlemen. Tell work cannot stop. Oh. Uh, period. <laughs> period. Period. So, if you did not know, Matthew, kindly introduce yourself as under your professional level. Portfolio you know, or whatever. Portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Matthew Bancroft, uh, currently a 21-year-old chef at the Jamaica Pegasus Hotel located in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, I work specifically in the Blue Window Restaurant on property. Um, in my opinion, the best restaurant on property. Best place to get food while on property. Um, not only that... I'm a student as well, so I'm a part-time student, part-time chef, studying to get my pro-chef level one. That's done through the Culinary Institute of America. Yeah, I remember 21. The CIA? <laughs> you're a part of the CIA, um, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Culinary Institute of America. Um, not only that, I have done previous certification. I have a level three diploma in hospitality operations. So that gives me experience not only in the kitchen, but I have some knowledge of dining room operations, front desk, as well as housekeeping services. I have a, oh, this is NVQJ, by the way. I have another level two and a level three in food preparation, commish chef and chef de party, respectively. Um, recently did two more certifications again, both of them level fours in training and what was it training and assessment development, meaning I am a certified assessor now, so I'm able to train people te- like be, be a teacher basically. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so basically, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, we're friend out like the stove in the kitchen. Honestly, yeah. what was that supposed to be like a um, pun because oh, he's a chef? Um, yeah, because he's a chef. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I almost left out to the the whole competitions. Um, Represented my school at competitions, the hotel, and I represented the country abroad at Taste of the Caribbean. I I'm a two-time runner-up junior chef of the year. Um, Runner-up for senior team of the year at Taste of the Caribbean. I have a lot of other medals, a lot of them silvers and bronze. Still waiting for that gold. Still waiting for that gold, but a lot of them silvers and bronzes. So, 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 
basically, awesome. guys, he's not just, you know, an all-rounded or a well-rounded chef, but he's like a well-rounded person as well because him do all them something there in the culinary arts and then, you know, he's a part-time chef, as he said, a part-time student. It's a lot on his plate, <laughs> pun intended again. What? <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. That one. <laughs> But yeah, yeah but today, deserve it. <laughs> today Matthew is just going to, going to kind of tell us, I guess, his story of sorts, and he's just going to tell us the story as an encouragement to persons out there who not necessarily academically inclined. Not to say that Matthew isn't academically inclined. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, a lot of persons believe that success lies within you know, academic pursuits and academic oh. excellence. And that's not, that's, if you, if you see the world around now, you know, that's just not how it is anymore. It's about, you know, getting certain skills, getting, you know, different certifications and, you know, just being a well-rounded person. And that's exactly what Matthew is. And we're so happy and so excited that he's, you know, coming on today to really share and encourage somebody out there. So, Daniela, want to add anything before Matthew takes of it away? Of course I would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, just to add what Credit said, so we're going to start off a little bit um, first with my history as well as college history with Matthew. So, as you all know, we're all friends, but we have not been friends just from high school. My friendship with Matthew goes as far as three years old. And Credit's age with Matthew goes as far as, how, how, how long, you know, I don't know, but, but I was... From grade two? Yeah, probably, yeah. It was grade two. So I won. We I know Matthew the longest. I've known Matthew since he's been in kindergarten wearing shorts and his socks pulled up to his knees. Wow. <laughs> yes. So I've known Matthew the longest. We have been friends for as far as I can remember. And um, you know, it's from it's coming from prep school or elementary school. Um, yeah. And we've been and surprisingly. We've always been in the same class ever since every high school. Class. Every single class, me and Matthew are in this. Actually, yeah, since grade six, like we've always been in the same class, and I feel like you know we've always been a part of each other's lives in some way or, or some sense. Kadeth, okay. sorry, you don't share the same dream. Oh, 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 oh. It's fine. It's fine. Kadeth, joined the crew of being in the same class right around fourth form. You know, so she joined on the bandwagon of, you know, turning on Matthew through his culinary journey. So Matthew's journey not only started, no, Matthew's dream started since you were like in high school. Like ever since I've known Matthew, he's always been in the cooking classes. So let's start from there, Matthew. Let's start from how you ended up in the cooking world. All right. It's like it's a bittersweet thing, right? Mm-hmm. From prep school, I was playing cricket. But my issue was... I used to just rely on training. I didn't want to wake up in the mornings and go run and then go to trainings in the day. I when I get home, probably do some more exercises, right? So um, the weight just started to build up. It reached a point where I think it was when we were in, I got like, I got fast forward a bit. It's when I reached fifth form and we we're going to finish school. That's why I said, all right, this is what I definitely have to do. So in my eyes, I was saying, you know what? I went play cricket for West Indies and make like money like Gail and all them brothers. <laughs> so I said, all right, yeah. But as time prolonged, and I wasn't doing anything for physical exercise, I said, oh. Third form, I chopped that off and said, yeah, that now go work out. That's how early I made the decision. I said, that now go work out and start too late. In third form now, and even up to now, 
I developed a love for technology as well. Um, computers, especially video games, gaming on a whole. I started to take IT classes more seriously now. So, yeah, it was a moody square teaching us that time. Mm-hmm. Yo, if we get trouble in our accounts class, we're not getting trouble in our IT class. None whatsoever. Me, I pay attention on everything. If I get less than 85 in the class, I bex and try circle back again. So IT was getting the same love as food and nutrition. It was now in fourth form. This is when we were selecting the subjects and we start got in-depth with the food and nutrition. Bear in mind, you know, still have IT. But what made food stand out? No disrespect to my IT teacher still because she still gave me the time of day no matter when. I talk some hours, probably on the evening I left cricket training and I book her up. I question her about certain things. She put on her load in her vehicle out there, chat, chat, chat. But because of Miss Dawkins, Mrs. Gardner and Miss Wazos, any little thing were involved cooking. Yo, Jeremy Matthew, now in the class today now come cook. That's so and true. <laughs> when I said no, it was one founder's day too. Like, remember, the day before, so she said, yo, you know, I'm going to class now, I come down, come cook all day. So I said, ah, say less. <laughs> <laughs> and then what made it even better to Mrs. Mitchell now argue, all of me and Miss Fierka, she said, go on, go on, Chef Boyardee. Because was... Miss Mitchell was a cooker <laughs> she too. Loved she, she loved the cooking. Yeah. I mean, she even gave me one of my first experiences with preparing food for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, with the funeral for her niece, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she wanted German I to do the planting tarts. Girl, and Jeremy make planting tarts from reach of school, and when everybody left school, was still I make planting tarts. Mm-hmm. About four o'clock, we end up close up the lab that day. When I tell you, tired, but what we just go through it and we enjoyed it. Um, so I think it was when now we graduated, and I was presented with the option of two things: going to Heart or UTEC to study culinary or go to sixth form and then either go to UE or the art institute in it was the Houston campus to either study culinary again or video game oh, some video game development stuff so I said alright whoops and now I tell you it was so funny it was so so funny like we just say yo Mikey go the cheaper option <laughs> Literally, literally, that's all I said. I don't want to say, sure, you want to go through it. I'm going to say, yeah, I mean, why not? So it's when Michelle, I'm going to pick up our books for third form now. Bear in mind, we're not getting six years old yet. So I need and Michelle is his younger sister, guys. Just some background. <laughs> so, like, um, I think it was no, I had to do an entry test for heart too, because we didn't get our six years old yet. And it was so hard to get into Runaway Bay Heart. They literally have a waiting list of... Just for clarification, a classroom doesn't have more than 25 students, right? So say one person out of that 25 drops out, they have another 200 can choose from to replace that one person. So it was extremely difficult to get in. Um, so with Michelle now, when she went to pick up her books, it was in third form now, Mrs. Radcliffe sent a message to her. Well, Mrs. Radcliffe said, um, 
Should That's our vice principal, guys. <laughs> so, what I said, Jano, should I really apply for six form? Do I mean like the the the? I mean, the world is getting so technological advanced. Like, market that now go do it all too. But then the next thing say, yo, no matter how much technology people need in the world, not everybody gonna use it. You still have some persons who don't know how a TV look in their house. Mm-hmm. But people have to eat. Period. Oh, say that again, please. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have to, have to eat. So, I stuck with the decision. It wasn't easy to stick with though, because this is where it gets real bitter. I have the support of everyone now. After everything I do, before mm-hmm. nobody saw the dream. I, I mean, I didn't even see it either. I just thought I was just going to cook. I didn't know there was so much in it. Um, it was only daddy and grandma. I mean, you know, grandma gonna support anything that If me I got on teeth, grandma say, right, here I go on. Me I go make your black and all like no jokes. That's how much you supported wow. everything. You get me? Mm-hmm. And daddy know. But then one day for him, they go study culinary or what. I remember <laughs> one day, cutting the story again, this one day the man approached me and said, yo, you didn't know the chef can do so and so and this and that. And I said, huh? And you never know. So I said, oh, yeah, man, we didn't know that. I said, no, 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 no. But, you know? Mm-hmm. Even tell me, all oh, these things the chef can do. And I said, yo, I'm good to them because this man I researched so much about it. Why I mean I research? Did some research, look at the numbers. I said, all right. I make up my mind from so young, there is no way I can flop and drop on my face, just need to apply myself. Mm-hmm. No, it was a little bit before I got accepted to heart. The phone call them start coming now. Because people start here say, All right, yeah, I now go back to six form, I go to heart actually. Nobody not come to me and cuss me, you know. Them cuss daddy because them know say he must support me. Even mommy was so much against it. So, and it's mostly her side of the family too was causing the whole uproar. Why am I go hard? Um, and it, it kind of upset me now, thinking about it. Why am I go hard? Don't people going to cooking, my bright boy, I forgot to do. Like, what am I saying? I forgot to study medicine or study law. <laughs> because there was at one point I wanted to be a vet. But after first one, I realized that I could not pass a bio class no matter how much we <laughs> no, Honestly, honestly, Miss, I thought, Mrs. Thompson, yes, she got upset with me. No matter what me do, you know, she not pass 40 on a science test in first form. I could have studied for months. I'm going to go to whoops and run out the paper 47. 30 and this, this, that. And it just killed my motivation. First form, second form, third form. Physics and chemistry, I could pass. But Bayer wasn't in it, so the whole vet thing could work out. But then they get the message late. <laughs> then I say, yo, I forgot to study law or engineering because I did the physics and math. I'm like, yo, I don't like any of that. So I go cook food. Mm-hmm. Because nice. typically a Caribbean parent success is you go to school for something. Mm-hmm. You go to you go to university and get your degree in a, a profession that's considered a wealthy Feas- one, right? And feasible, you know, something yeah. that make your money. In a matter why you're passionate, make sure you make money. 
and doctors and wow. lawyers and nurses and and them people up there that's Chef all they hear about doctors <laughs> lawyers and they would be surprised at the amount of money chefs are making nowadays yeah. the people love it so then no more food man food everybody have food. to eat so i think that covers everything in the high school life of why i made the decision and everything that led up to it a lot right, of it Matthew. was fate and luck honestly honestly a lot of it was just luck fast forward to starting to work at pegasus now right you're uh, you're what now in the kitchen um i'm still currently a line chef a line chef reason being my experience okay so what does a line chef do everything literally we do the cooking so okay. what gets their plate is prepared by us okay so the other so, who are, so who are the other chefs then if like if you want to cook everything right. like yeah i'm going to try to keep this simplified as much so we're going to start with ranking first in the kitchen mm-hmm. because each ranking has different roles and different positions that they will cook in the kitchen right got it so in terms of ranking, you have the first person who is a cook. Mm-hmm. They don't have much knowledge about food, mm-hmm. but they know how to. Mm-hmm. They tell him, say, yo, fry the chicken there. You can fry it. Quick, quick, mm-hmm. quick. But if you ask him, like, why you marinate with this, why you do that, you probably get upset because you say, yo, about what they tell me. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, I got it. Right. So after a cook, you have a commie chef. A commie chef. And then I come up. Oh my God. <laughs> you, know, you guys' phones are killing me. <laughs> yeah, the commie chef now, he breaks into the world of a chef. You get me? Because funny enough, it's not until I was certified in commie chef that they actually start saying, all right, Chef Biggs. I never used to call me a chef before we get that. And... <laughs> I can't blame him because I saw the transition and difference. It's a whole new world. Coming chef, you have understanding knife skills, cooking temperatures, all them stuff. So, um, I feel like I'm watching like what that what name Food Network when you say knife skills and all that stuff. I was like, oh, Chef mm-hmm. Anne, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm man, sorry, so, continue. Um, Coming chef does a lot of the work on the range. He's a line chef. All them nice stuff. Um, oh, and I don't want to keep just like just keep it narrow minded that just the kitchen just involves stoves and cooking foods and all them stuff. I soon get into that after that. So I just wanted to explain the whole ranking stuff. Now, after the commercial chef, you get to the role of one of your first supervisors, uh, Chef de Party. Um, similar roles to commercial chef, they'll do some cooking too, but as a you know, supervisor, they'll order stuff for you, get this. Assisting menu writing, assisting recipes, and all them stuff, right? Um, oh, and this is just a basic, basic brigade. Other, other properties will have like a chef de cuisine, an executive sous, a junior sous, all them stuff, right? <laughs> but just to keep it simple, so we went through three just now, right? Mm-hmm. So the fourth one is a sous chef. So this person is second in command in the kitchen. Right? And why I choose words that this person is so funny. When I was in high school, people associated cooking with girls, right? Even mm-hmm. my food, like funny enough, 
food class at high school was predominantly female. Taught right? by females. Yeah, and see, full of females. Culinary school, mostly males. Mm. I kid you not. All my classes, culinary school classes, are dominated by males. And it's so strange, like how they say cooking is for girls, but yet still the industry is dominated by men. It's a traditional thing because you're raised that a female should be able to cook, clean, and maintain the household, you know, take care of the children. So cooking is, is one of the primary roles for a female in the house. Yeah, that, that 1950s thinking, huh? The man goes mm-hmm. out to work, come back home. Yeah. Honey, Brings home the bacon, we cook it. Ciao. Anyway, continue, please, yeah. Matthew. <laughs> finally, you have the executive chef who, you know, he controls the kitchen, sets staff where to go. Um, also, he's the leader of the kitchen. Okay. You know, steer of the ship. Okay. So, um, the line chef now fall under the sous chef? No, man, a line chef, well, a line chef is normally a commission. Normally. Mm-hmm. Based okay. on the rules that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. So, um, so you know what you do. You know yes. marinating and them things. They then you know what's life skills. Hello. Yeah, you're not you're easy. You're not right with friend. Not no, 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 no. I was just making sure that the, the people know, you know, our friend is in the part where you, you know what you do. You're not here when cook. Which part do you cook yeah. for? Pegasus. Um, hopefully, exactly. Hopefully the blue window. Pro Chef level one. In certification wise, I uh, could be ranked as a sous chef. But because of the experience, because mm-hmm. this industry I need a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. That's that's where my downfall is. I have just recently started working. I mean, I was in school full time for mm-hmm. most of it. Started working at 18, which is a good age for most of the top chefs. Yeah. So yeah, we won't see the real potential until I'm like about late 20s, early 30s. Okay. That's fine. So I'm, I'm hoping to break that cycle. Yeah, trying, yeah, yeah. Trying so hard. That's why it's the most late nights persons can link me, and I'm up. Yep. Well, you know, Matthew, I think it's, this is probably like a dumb question to ask because I probably know Come the on, answer no, already. No question but, is never done but in my life. Just like looking back, you, you feel at, at any point in your time, in your life, do you feel any sort of like, you know, regret doing, um, doing like, you know, going to heart and all that stuff instead of, you know, going to. Um, college to do the video gaming thing that you were thinking about and all that. You have any regret? Any at all about that? I wouldn't say regret, but there are days where I'm curious as to what would mm. have been. Okay. You get me? Going back mm-hmm. to sixth form, what would have happened? Mere foolishness. You, know? you and Omari cannot manage. <laughs> listen, listen. A lot of teachers would resign. I'm not askers. A lot. Not ask. Anyway, I'm sitting down. Never sit down this So, <laughs> so I mean, Matthew. Us, and then more than likely, a you and go. Mm-hmm. I mean, more than likely, and a person would want to stay. So, with Ranji and Anif and Renford and all of them, Jesus. <laughs> it would have been a problem. All right, so Matthew, in your. In your day, in your daily work life, right? Is there anything that you absolutely love about your job on a daily basis, or have you encountered any, probably, you know, like eye-opening experiences since you've been working? All right, so that's so like two questions. 
All right, so the Either first or. one. Yeah, man. So the first one, you said. What you love about the job? Um, I think what gives me more satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Well, it's two things really what gives me a lot of satisfaction. One, when somebody calls you out from the kitchen, and even when they say to them, say, yo, we're a bit busy, the chef can't come out. And them say, all right, then we wait till the chef can come out to talk mm-hmm. to them. Literally, 10 out of 10 times, a person sit and wait. Just to tell you, say, yo, chef, I love everything. This, this, wow. that. You need to write down on paper how you do this, what you do, because we need to go home or if you give me a number so we can call you so we can sort out how this did do. I'm mean, just used to laugh, but a lot of the time I'm serious. I must say, yo, we can like just carry away so you can just cook for quick and come back. <laughs> and then the other thing that I love about it, there are lots of times where I'm unsure about how I did something, right? Mm-hmm. But because of the rush, I said, oh, please, will it come back? I mean, I, I, I know there is something else I could have done. But like when the server will come, because I'm, I let my feelings be known to all the chefs around me and the servers. I'm that open in the kitchen. But what I love about my kitchen as well, too, they see the driver and passion I have for it. Everybody pushes me every single day. That's why I, I don't understand how I fall into such a loving environment with them. Literally, let me tell you, say, whoever I'm work with, whichever supervisor, whichever boss is there, mm-hmm. push me every single day. Mm-hmm. So um, the other thing that also brings satisfaction, when a plate come back around and it's only the knife and fork on it, you know, <laughs> you I could go through the wash machine again to clean it is. Clean, the plate clean. <laughs> really, I'm say, Yo, you know who you love to cook for? Cut it. Cut it would make you so happy. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I'm um, no. The second part of the question I asked. Was... Eye opening experiences. So pick one. It's so hard to pick because you learned so much and experienced a lot. Or somebody you come across that kind of just open your eyes to something else. Change your perspective on anything, life, cooking, anything. Oh, I think it probably would be working where I'm now. Mm-hmm. Because I used to just think, all right, I just go and be a chef. Didn't know there was just so much more to being a chef. Like, you can be an executive chef, you can run your own property, you can run your restaurant. You can operate as a corporate chef, as a group chef. So I think is that that's one thing really. It mm-hmm. broadened my mind to saying, "Hey, youth, your level of thinking is like a one-way road, like a lane." It doesn't stop, stop there. You know, you can you can do other things. You can own your own restaurant. You can you can have your own stuff running. You know, your own kitchen somewhere, and you know it doesn't just stop with you working in a kitchen. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, I used to think that you're going to cook all your life. Where I get to realize that the guys who are 40 or 50 who are executives, they, they don't cook a lot. I mean, being a leader doesn't mean say, Yo, you have to cook and show somebody. Mm-hmm. They, 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 don't get me wrong, they still cook now and then when it is really busy. But most of it, you're like, I really realize it's a lot of person management because there's so many personalities in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I strongly believe my executive chef, he knows how all of us are. Yeah. The other the other day, we were doing a new menu. 
have it, yeah, have it here. We want to do a new menu for the restaurant. Is, <laughs> you look so happy. <laughs> so like, this, this is my stuff that I had to do. This is literally one page. Mm-hmm. Here's the rest again. And this is only four dishes. Mm-hmm. But the components of it, we want it to... We, we don't believe dining should just be eating food. Should dining an should experience. be an experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> you get me? So like, another person was given the vegetarian stuff to do. And all of us know that this guy cooks vegetarian seafood stuff very well. Best in the Western Hemisphere, no doubt. The other person was given the appetizer and sandwiches. And we're like, yo, how do you have time to remember this? Like, yeah, she does those stuff very well. She does salads good. And then I was given sauces, meats to marinate and cook, and starches for those stuff, and garnishes. Everybody knows that. Them, them won't call me chemist, because when it comes on to marinating and then having that ready, have that sauce ready, that's what have I want to do. You're the guy for the job. So, I mean, the fact that he knows that about us, it shows that, say, yo, as an exec, as a boss, not even a boss, a leader, because there's a huge difference between a leader and a boss, you have a lot to do, and that's where I kind of agree with myself. That's where I have mm-hmm. a long, long way to go. Yeah, especially in terms of emotional intelligence in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I have such a long way to go. Why I say that? If the restaurant is supposed to close at 9.30, and an order comes in at 9.20, I used to be so upset. Like, I said, yo, why not send an order same way for your <laughs> kitchen? Like, you know. <laughs> but it's like, I stop, and I get into the mentality to say, yo, you're as good as your last plate. Mm-hmm. We could have make everything good for the entire day and then that last plate before I'm getting a funky mood. The plate mess up and mm. it just doesn't like the order. That spoiled my entire day no matter what we do previously. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that has to do with working at Pegasus and experiencing busy nights. All them experiences and still have a lot. Because I can safely say every day I go to work, every day I improve on something, no matter how minute it is, improve on some aspect of my whole development. Not only as a chef, but they can be applied to other aspects of life. Yeah. So, Matthew, you know, looking back at like, you know, your fourth form self and like your present day self, you, you, did you think back then that you would have, you know, accomplished what... You, I know you say never, you don't feel like you accomplished a lot, but do you feel like your fourth form self could have even, you know, fathomed that you would have accomplished all that you have accomplished right now? No? If someone from now came back five years ago and said, yo, big, they don't say I go to this and do that and do that. I'm going to say, yo, all right, um, you need to go to Bellevue because I don't mm-hmm. know who me you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think anybody could have told me when I was 15, 16, that's our youth. So I thought 17, I got to do this competition. And this now I got to do, but I still got to get a medal. All right, when I got to touch 18 now, I get a bus for the national team. Like, I turned 18 like a month. It was two months after I got the national team call up and all them things there. If you did come and tell me that, I would say, yo, you're lying. <laughs> Thinking and, about all mm-hmm. I've accomplished, like what, what was it? You said fourth form, so we we're like fifteen. Mm-hmm. I was such a baby every time. Yeah. God. <laughs> wow. Up to now, could not believe it. Would not believe it. Thinking about everything that has happened up to this day. Okay. So, all right. 
I think this just goes to show everybody that, you know, sometimes the road might seem dark and a lot of things that you plan don't necessarily go the exact way that you plan it, but it doesn't mean that the road is dark or there's no grass that's greener on the other side, you know. For Matthew, it at first I think it was kind of blurry, you know, where am I going to go next? What am I going to do? But eventually I feel like you're you're on a path where you can see where you're going, you know it's a long road, but you're willing and you're ready to try the road, right? Yeah, but Matthew, fine. Final question from me and then make a shut up. <laughs> yeah, I probably said it before, but can you give, you know, the persons who are listening kind of, I don't want to say a form art, a recipe for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a recipe for, you know, your success, you know, what the do's and the don'ts um, along the way, you know? All right, I'll, I, I don't think there's anything tailored, but mm-hmm. I can give what worked for me. Sure. As an individual, because with the success going to start with you, basically. Mm. Um, mindset has a lot to do with it, and I used to thought it was just a lot of superstition when people say there's power in the tongue. But you see, if you actually believe in yourself and speak good things about yourself, it—I don't know—it just will happen. You get me? Yeah. Not saying you just have really like hundred percent on faith. You still have to put in the work. Honest. Have mm-hmm. to have to put in the work. In this industry, there is almost no time for sleep at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, Uno can vote for me. If you are linked with three o'clock, four o'clock, there's you up. Honestly, always. It reach a point where people ask me, "When do I ever sleep?" You understand? Um, you have to care about what you're doing. It don't make no sense to go into something and you don't care. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing it for do it sake or just doing it for monetary value, it really not going to work. Yes, you should make money for whatever you're doing. It don't make sense. You can't go to this and say, here we go going now. May I pay this month bill with hard work and love. <laughs> and a whole lot of passion. <laughs> a whole lot. It not going to work. Mm-hmm. But if you hone your skill, there's no way you can don't follow it. Um, how how do you people to have a lot to do with it? Your attitude. Mm. You get me? I heard it so much when you have those career day talks. Like, yeah, what is it? Attitude determines your altitude and all them yeah. stuff. Yeah, I used to be like, yo, I don't have like everybody have the same thing. So I don't have nothing else to say. But I mean, experience it now. I'm like, oh my God, could I go back to those people and apologize for like all the, all the, the, the bad talk I gave them? Like, it, all so those awesome. times we weren't listening and just eating snacks and yeah. not paying attention. <laughs> because even at work, if it's a busy day and the person's on the morning shift for leaving, you know, if them see me I run up and down and I hustle and bust to get something done, you know, best believe the senior sous chef were there at work, couple of the line staff were still there at work, they're going to say, oh, Mate, what do you want to help with? Yo, what do you want to help with? I'm a look, I'ma say, yo, me know say if me did the here and just a laser around and a joke, even though me have a lot to do, they probably not stop and help. But the fact them see you in it, yeah, do your groove, do your thing. You know? Yeah. Um, the next thing too, seek help from persons of expertise in the field. Now, why are this was specific with it? You can't want to be a chef, but you still get advice. 
and certain advice from a mechanic. Mm -hmm. There is not, there are some things that you can transfer to some aspects of your career, but some things they need to sit and reason with someone who has been in the field for a long while, someone who has had success in the field too. So you know, say, all right, what it takes to be like them. I mean, before I started working at Pegasus, my boss now, I've talked to them on multiple occasions before I applied there. Before I finished school, because the first time I saw him, I was like, holy shit, this is Mark Cole. Like, oh my God. Because we used to see this spread up on TV, in newspapers, on articles, right? Mm-hmm. Never seen him stand before, in front of me about to critique one of my dishes. I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> Honestly, everyone right, your palms sweaty. I know your palms get sweaty. Listen, listen. <laughs> I had to put down the plate on the table. It almost fell out of my hand. You get me? Um, so like that day, you know, everybody know me. Anyone who knows me, like, I can articulate myself. Whatever is on my mind, I'm not dumb to say it. Mm-hmm. I could not remember what I cooked. Wow. Like I was so nervous. It's like it's him. Office like there are. Other, like three other persons judging me. So them start bash me. I say, oh, this coming like rubber, that, that, that. So it's when him get up from him seat and him tell everybody to shut up. And it's like, him pull him one side and say, Mayo, tell me what you cook. I'm say, calm down a little bit. So I'm do calm down. I'm say, all right. I'm start roll off for my cook and I say, oh, blah, blah, I'm do this, I'm do that. And how I get this and do that. Because the dish, I remember the dish to this day. It was a Italian herb crusted turkey breast. And I did um, a coconut shrimp. Mm-hmm. I did a turmeric risotto. Mm-hmm. I did white wine basted vegetables and mm-hmm. um, a red wine reduction. Uh huh. I have no know. idea what a reduction is. God. Uh, a reduced this... thing, dog. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yo, this is struggle for tell me. I'm like, yeah, and him, can you give me a little fine tuning. So this, this story brings me into my next point. Be willing to take criticism. Yep. You have to. Be willing to say, all right, this is where I can improve. I'm still learning with that. My yeah. biggest critique is daddy. Because before I go competition, do anything, before I go to a training session and do anything, I do it here at home and say, yo, because, yo, daddy did the training session, so he know what to look for. That man mm-hmm. I watch more food things probably than me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I go do something, I say, daddy, you want to do this for my dish though for training? What do you think about it? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give him like five before him like it. And a lot of the times, I'm going to give him attitude. I'm saying, what does this brother know about food? Yeah, I'm going to tell him nothing. I'm going to go to school and recruit. But it's over time, I get friends and say, yo, he must see something with me now, see. Yeah. Like, me, that they are cook, but because him out of the kitchen, and then I look and say, all right, John, why did they say they do that when instead they probably could have done this? Mm-hmm. I think about it and say, no, true, my and it's critiques that you can get from, you know, the people that you serve your dishes to. So you have to be open to it. Literally, uh, I mean, not every day you have to cook something that tastes good. There are yeah. times it happens. Yep. But may I get Preach. to the point I know where... that too well. <laughs> may I get to the point where, you know, may I break out of that? Like, because every day I wake up, may I say, yo, I'll lift me a boil, water. One people look and say, yo, bang's that bad. <laughs> Yeah, there, was, there was a day at work. Everything I cook, it not come out good. Me just mm-hmm. end up with a plate. At the night start, we get a brown seal fish. 
it come back. Fish salt, the sauce salt. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, no watch that. We make it over again. Make it over, send out. Get a pasta. Throw the pasta runny. My sushi chef have come around and strain it and do it over. Wow. How did I do a couple of the things and it was never there work out? I was this close to crying. I'm saying, you know something? And next man come cook. We just plate up and send out. So for like that week, we just have plate up and send out. And the brother who has supervised me now, who we can say, is a, is a real good friend of mine. Current mm. chef of the year. He is my supervisor now. We were both line staffs, but I came there and he had like three, four years more experience than me in the kitchen, right? So, you know, way ahead of me. And me pinpoint him because we're friends, but in the kitchen, we're friends and co-workers at the same time. Forget what I said. Yeah. If we do something and it now come right, we tell him straight up, nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Even when work done, we discuss how we could have the stuff better, like, this brother literally Nicole Stenet by the way, but now I left out him because him name half a call. AKA mm. boom, boom blast, everything. <laughs> Every day my day I work, him try to make me a better not only a better cook, but a better person. Yeah. yeah how we can do this better? What what made you think about how we operate tonight? How we can do this? We have two areas in our kitchen. We have the Range Rover producer food and then the pantry section where you do salads, appetizers, those stuff. It reached a point now where how him tell me how to work over this so over this is a breeze to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times the, the servers say, yo, why need to work over this so today and make somebody else come here so and all them sit there and say, yo, he's not a cold chef. I mean, mm-hmm. I make salad, I cook food, but I can still do it. So yeah. So that, I guess you I guess you say that to say um you know in all of in all of your plans for your future, <clears throat> you know, going forward, your attitude determines your altitude. You're you have to have a, a, a passion and a love for what you're doing. You it cannot be only, you know, I wanna make six figures every year, I wanna I wanna be a millionaire, a billionaire. It has to be some sort of love or you see some sort of growth for yourself within what you're doing. Um you know, you have to be willing to take criticism from others, get advice from people in the field, and so on and so forth. And with all of that, you know, we encourage you to just kind of still trod your road, even though it might look dark. There is a bright beaming light on the other side somewhere. Yeah. Just keep yeah, working at it. Always, always. Yeah, you have to keep working at it, and you won't see any reward unless you put in the work. So there will be sleepless nights. You have to burn the midnight oil. You have to just keep at it, and then you will reap your reward. So with that, Matthew, we're so excited that you came on the podcast this week with us. Um, Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for giving words of encouragement to our listeners, and I hope that they really take it and you know, run with it. And maybe you've encouraged, we hope that you've encouraged a lot of people that have listened to this podcast today. And I hope that they take it and, you know, use it in some form or way in their lives to make their lives better. So go follow Chef Bancroft on Instagram. (laughs) This is our friend, Matthew. Wait, 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 wait. There's one thing too that, you know, I took away from everything that Matthew said. And it's just pretty simple. And that's not, don't small up yourself for nobody. Because you were saying that nobody was, you know, believing in what you wanted to do in the initial stages. It's, it's no when you're really a show some form of progress. Everybody's like, okay, you know, let's just jump on that. So I say all that to say, um, say all that to say, 
just don't dim your light for anybody and don't um, put your dreams to the side because of what other persons say. You know, Terry Carroll said it best that what whole person see your dream, whole person see what you want to do and what your vision of your life has nothing to do with you. So them can't think all of that with them, all of them want and say all of them want to say, but at the end of the day, it's between you and you. You and you alone. It's you and your hard work. You you want out there. I do what you need to do. So at the end of the day, not small up yourself for nobody and I make nobody dim your light. And that's what Matthew did not do. And that's why he's so sex so <laughs> successful today. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so successful. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So that no, is cut it speaking facts. There's so many persons I was in class with. And they, they couldn't believe my age first thing because a lot of them were like 25, 27. And it's culinary they wanted to do first. Mm-hmm. But who were you? We go study this. And who did they dare do that? And all them something. And them just never like it. And just come, just cut it and go start the culinary. Yeah. So John, you know that almost was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dropping out of engineering and then coming to do culinary or dropping out of law to do culinary. Yeah. So with that, guys. As I said before, it's underscore Chef Bancroft, and that's B-A-N-C-R-O-F-T, Bancroft, okay? (laughs) So go follow underscore Chef Bancroft underscore right now and get some of that good-looking cooking over there. Have you got bars? And if you ever stop by the Pegasus Hotel, go see the Blue Window. You know the best place to eat and on the property. And ask <laughs> once you get your food, ask for um, Chef Bancroft to come out and just sit down <laughs> and have a talk with him. So he can feel good, you know. <laughs> yeah, tell him, tell him we sent you. Yeah, and, and lick out your plate too, but just don't make nobody see. <laughs> Send that for wash it. Oh my god! All right, yeah. and that was two peas in a podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Goodbye, no Matthew. All right, take care now. <laughs> he said, take care now, like some old man. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys.